Oh, 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 cheeky monkeys. Get on with it. Toppy, toppy. Hashtag fuck headers. That's magnificent. Hello, John. Hello dear viewer, you're right. this is a little note that I've stuck on the beginning of the podcast because we spent the last hour and a half talking about the coronavirus and what was going to happen with it and could the games be postponed and we couldn't make our minds up. Ten minutes after the podcast finished recording, it came the news that Arteta has got the virus. So yeah, take that into consideration, the fact that we had no idea that he had got it because Arsenal didn't let us know directly. So yeah, thanks Arsenal. Get well soon Arteta. Hello dear viewer and listener and people who are doing neither and welcome to a Bergkamp Wonderland. We are a lot of time bandits and we are here to let you know today is a day that football died. No more football ever again. We've just come back in time to let you know. So to bring you this sad news is uh, 10 pints of Guinness, Mr Davis from Wales. You right, Cheeky? It's been a long time since I've done 10 pints of Guinness, I've got to be uh, honest. And are, are still, I, like still... the sound, I like the sound of being a time bandit. I'd well, love to be a time bandit. Well, it's, uh, Chris is, he's one of the hairy little ones out of it. So as you're, um, as you, have you recovered from that, all that Guinness 10 years ago? Jesus. No, I don't think anybody ever has. It was the Jack Daniels afterwards that doesn't help. And when you're mixing something heavy and then shorts and then, oh, it's like a scene from The Exorcist. It was, it was, it was bad. It was bad. It was not my finest moment. But I lasted, I lasted until it was six o'clock in the morning. I was good to go after that. Good. Well, yes, we would have been on time, people, but Jason and Gav decided to tell me a story because that's what they do. It's uh, Gav's Sam story about being a traveller, wasn't it, Gav? You and your Mars caravan. How are you? I really don't like you sometimes, Dan. I don't even know why. In fact, I don't know why I like you sometimes. Mm. I really don't. That's what my mum said. You were busy chatting my mum up today, weren't you? Jace will be uh, quite jealous because uh, Jace and my mum have a little bit of a shindig going on, and now Gav spent 10 minutes talking to my mum. I'm a favourite, Jace. Let's get some straight, guys. Get it up. She'll pretend with a lot of you, but she loves me. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm a favourite, mate. We, we share, we share blood. But you know, we've both got a little bit of paddy. Do you know what I mean going on? You both pipe so, You know, well, you know, we're not, we're not, <laughs> yes, we're not, you, we're not, you, we're not you sheep bothers, are we? Well, hey, hey, you're not good enough to be called that, are you? <laughs> you know that's actually one of the words we've got blocked out on YouTube, so no one can put anything that is related to those evil little creatures. Uh, there's only there's only there's a, there's a level with Jace where you're allowed to say it, and when you get to this level that you're allowed to say it, you just don't say it. Even <laughs> then, you don't say it. You don't no, fucking no, say it. Just, just leave it. There was a problem in the pub one night. We thought he was being awful clever about that. I'm not sure if they've I'm not sure if they fixed his nose yet. <laughs> <laughs> we're all old pros at this we've all got the gold star award of doing this for far too long we have no running order we've got three or four topics we'd like to talk about and we will be taking questions from you oh look at j-rob oh, straight I'm, away i'm not being funny j-rob you're a rock star but for fuck's sake so how many podcasts can we buy for two euros jace i don't know is I that enough for what? a couple of sheets each i mean what bog rolls you get a pack of, i don't know I don't know, but J-Rob, J-Rob just does it every week. I don't he know where he gets all that money from. I, 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 I think, I think he's selling toilet roll. 
Do you see it, that girl? Either that or hand, hand cleanser. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> girl on the news, she got sent home from school for selling squirts of hand sanitizer at 50p a go. She made nine quid and spent it on a kebab. <laughs> that's the future of the UK, people. Stunning. <laughs> that, that's brilliant, mate. That's brilliant. When I was, when I was 11, my mum worked for this company that had uh, that were given out pens as a merchandise promotion for the firm she worked for. So I started nicking them and taking them to work and taking them to school and everybody liked them. Before you knew it, I was selling them to the teachers and to the kids. And my mum was wondering where all her her pens were going. But yeah, no, I'd done done well out of that. That was my first bit of uh, entrepreneurship. Well, Nicking stuff and selling it. uh, Will that be in your book that's coming out any day now or are you uh, going straight to pulping? I might just do an online uh, audio version then. Lovely. Now that is that's good to that's good to hear. And to, I'm just reading people's comments. Yeah. So as as when we do these unplanned ones oh. with no um, kind of running order, if you have a question, put it in the thing, and we'll try and read it out straight away or as soon as it's uh, possible. Um, it's a this a we very made up. Oh dear. Yes, I shouldn't be reading that, should I? I should be asking the questions. Jace, what did you think to the West Ham game? Try and be nice. Don't upset anybody. Do you remember what it was? It, we beat them 1-0 in a god-awful game. Yeah, it, it was. we did the live show. It was painful, wasn't it? Um, pr- plenty of possession. Um, I, th- I think the problem Arteta's got is his personnel in midfield. Because, you know, in the past when he's played Torreira, we've struggled in, in the attacking third, but been very good defensively. Um, now without Torreira, and he, he's to be fair, he's he's chosen Sabayos anyway over Torreira in recent weeks. We're a little yeah. shakier going backwards defending, so therefore we're allowing a few more shots on goals, um, bring us down to the player's initial instinct and the athleticism on on the pair of midfielders. Um, but we weren't great going forward either. But I think a lot of that was down to. Um, West Ham defensively, they played really well against Liverpool um, in, in the run-up to this game, and they did been hit a bit of form. Thankfully, Antonio couldn't hit the cow's arse with a banjo, so that's or really nice. Or as one of the, the listeners put, he couldn't hit a barn door if he was inside the barn. <laughs> that was brilliant, that was, wasn't it? If he was inside the barn. Um, but, I mean, you know, what we saw was an awful lot of possession and not a lot done with it, which is a major issue. That I thought the front, um, the front sort of four, were poor, um, to put it mildly. Um, you know, for the goal, fantastic from Mezet to um, uh, to you know, supply Lacazette and a great finish. Um, before before Lacazette came on, I thought Eddie he worked hard, but. He's very ineffective, but I thought... Mezzet it, weren't, it, weren't, it weren't Eddie's day, was it? Let's be honest, it just weren't Eddie's day. He was trying hard, it just weren't his day. Yeah, but look, let's be honest, okay? he's, he's in the position where he's learning the game, okay? He's going to have a lot of days like this. But Pepe didn't have a good day at the office, Aubameyang didn't have a good day at the office, and neither did Mezet. And I thought Ceballos and, um, uh, and Xhaka flattered to deceive. Lots of easy possession... Give, give the ball away, not really under pressure too often, and they would. They would. I think that's. I think that. I think that's like I say. I mean, we've we've all seen hundreds of games like that over the last ten years, 
where we're at home, we're trying to break down a team who are really, as soon as they lose possession, they're they're getting back into their their shape of, of like almost a four five one or a four four two, and it's very very difficult to break it down. And you are right we, at the moment, and especially against West Ham, we just didn't have that little bit of ingenuity for the most of the game. There was, you know, I thought Eddie was a bit unlucky. I think Eddie worked hard. He was just not his day. But it, in games like that, if we'd scored in the first 10, 15 minutes, we could have gone and, could have gone on and rolled them. Yeah, yeah but the problem but, is, Jav, But like I say, it, it's, it's, breaking, it's, it's breaking the teams down when it comes to games like that, Jace. Look, we are, look, we, we've, we're not just suffering now. We've been suffering for that for years. Yeah, but but Gav, the it, problem you got there is Akira, and you, you could see it all. You, you know, we've seen it throughout the years. To be to be fair, every fucker's playing statues. Okay, nobody's yeah. running, nobody's committing defenders, nobody's dragging defenders. Eddie was not running the channels. Neither was Mezet. Neither was Pepe. Neither was Albert. Okay, so if you're not dragging defenders out of position, and you're not getting runners from deep, and so unfortunately, Sabayos. And neither and Jaka are not going to run from deep, okay. The only people you're going to have um, uh, coming from deep are your fullbacks. Socrates isn't going to do it, you know. He'll make the effort, but he's very ineffective at it. It's not his fault. Saka, they know who Saka is now, so they're going to be a bit more eagle-eyed than him. Then there's yeah. no threat, and then that's all. It, it was just, yeah, just. I mean, basically, our. our... Yeah, I mean, we can really sum it up by saying, really, our, our top four were pretty much ineffective the whole game, and you could probably add Tobias to that as well. They you all did, just, they all just, it was a collective, it was a collective off game, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 you know, and to be fair to them, it you know, it's always going to come, it's always going to happen, you know. Yeah. Um, and look, we ran out one nil winners in the day. I don't think, I don't think West Ham did enough. To deserve anything out of the game, you know they had the chances, they bottled them, right? Or, um, yeah. and fair play to Mesut Ozil. You know when 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 the time came, he kept a cool head, stayed on side, brilliant little headed down to Lacazette, and Lacazette made sure he finished. So you know, fantastic, Kyan Jackson. How are you, fella? He's I don't time. think he's going to answer back. I just went quiet, waiting for him to respond. Yeah, he will do. He'll. Um, he's probably sitting there somewhere in Jamaica, nice and warm, feet up. No doubt he can hear, hear the sea and lots of lovely birds, the the, the feathered kind. And he's just sitting there relaxing, having a, a coconut-based drink, which is what I would be having. No alcohol in it. Oh, uh, I'd be getting stuck into the jerk chicken if I was there. Uh, bit of jerk chicken or a bit of carried goat or something. Ooh. Stop it! You get yourself excited. You had chicken for dinner, didn't you? How'd it go? Oh, for crying out loud! Yeah, I, I, I was a bit. I was a bit. I'll be honest with you, Dan. A bit disappointed. To yeah. be fair, we we had, we had to go to we had to do an emergency top up midweek in uh, like the little mini Tesco's. Oh, jeez! And they were doing like the. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, we're Audi these days, Dan, because yeah, we're we're poor and stuff. But yeah, no. But there was uh, we went into the. Uh, Free for a tenner meal deal uh, section in in Asda, uh, sorry in Tesco's rather. Other supermarkets are obviously available, uh, but yeah, no, it, it was. We got this nice bit of ham and uh, gammon with uh, honey that we're going to have, and a nice bit of butter chicken. Are we seriously having this conversation? I don't know when he's going to stop. I only asked if it was all right. 
Well, well, it was the basically the way I'm getting at it. It, it was the, it was the it, it, it was the third it was the third choice out of three mills that we had to have. And to be honest, Danny, it, I was disappointed. Anyway, go on, crack on. Is it better to talk about your your ruined chicken or West Ham? Because I I don't really want to talk about either. Yeah, Rudy makes a um a good point. Um, he says uh, Eddie shouldn't start games. Think Alba should play centre forward, and I put Pepe and Martinelli on the wings. Now we all we all know that's what should be done. But as we said, Wenger didn't play a Bumiang up front. Emery didn't. Lundberg didn't. And now Arteta didn't. Do we have any idea why us fans can go, hold on, he'll score yeah. 50 goals a season and why he's not been played there? Because we don't play football on the break. We play football. We play possession-based football. Now, in all fairness to Aubameyang, he's fabulous off the shoulder. He's fabulous coming into play. But he's not a player who's going to hold the ball up. He's, he, you know, he, he he relies on his speed and and his sniffability around them in the box. Do you know what I mean? He's he's great at that, but he's not going to hold the ball up. And we do not have the person, we do not have the strength, the mental strength of the players to to play sort of football on the break. Do you know what I mean? To, to play non-possession. Well, if, if we, we we don't do that, if if we if we was playing counter-attacking football, then you put him through the middle. But he, exactly, exactly. As, as you said, we, we, we don't play that kind of football. So there's... Rudy Rastor says here, Alba's not effective on the wing. He's played in the wing all season and he's the league top scorer. So he yeah, is exactly. effective on the wing. Yeah. And this is the thing. If we were playing counter-attacking football, yeah, play him there. But even if you were to, to replace Eddie or Lacazette at centre-forward... I'd put Martinelli in the centre forward and not, I'd keep Aubameyang in the wing, to be honest with you. Martinelli does look like he is going to be a, a forward. We, Kayan oh. is, a, is a woman. Is she? I never thought that that could be Kay and then Anne. Kay You're Anne. sexist, dude, so. You're sexist, apparently. I didn't even look at the name. It's not being funny. We don't know who's who. You know, yes. Tata KLBC. Me and her are on the same wavelength today. It's not very often that happens, to be fair. No. And she's no. not a dude. It's not to be encouraged. Um, super, super califragilistic expiatorious. I don't know if he's a he or she's a he. <laughs> he is a he, and he has three three little offspring. <clears throat> he's on Twitter. We had a chat a couple of times. Good man. He's right, there you go. Because um, date has been nice. We're going to ask uh, her question. Um, where was it? It was ah. Here we go. If Hector is unavailable, I prefer Socrates to Maitland Niles. How about you? Oh, no. Yeah, he's had a couple of decent games at right-back, hasn't he? But... He's, not, he's not effective at all. He's good in defending. He can do everything. But you lose so much going forward. Unfortunately, I don't, Gav, I don't know what's happened with them, uh, AMN and, and, and Arteta, but I, I mean... Something, something, something's yeah. gone a bit peaked on, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah. And it's sad, but I mean, I'd love... I'd, I'd, I'd love to see AMN back in that team... Because in, in all fairness to Socrates, okay, right? You know, you know, no his biggest fan, right? But he's done really, you know, he, he, he's given his all at like back. He's done really, really, really well. But, but you know, you can't. <coughs> well, the thing, the thing, the thing is, the thing is, it's it's almost the way we set up at the moment, and the fact that you know against West Ham we didn't really have any, uh, we didn't have a left back or or, or a right back properly, did we? So, in effect, with Socrates on playing sort of right right back, 
it almost gives Pepe the freedom to do whatever he likes. It gives him more more freedom uh, with he, when he's going forwards. And when we're going forwards on the other side with Saka, <laughs> we've got the protection where the centre the backs can sort of literally move across and act like a, a back, you know, three centre backs. So it works in that respect. As would you want it for the whole of the season? Would you fuck? Uh, but make the nulls. I mean, you, you hear you hear rumours and stories that come out, and there's stories that he's got a bit of an attitude, uh, which I know we we embarked on a previous podcast that his mother had a his mother actually got banned, didn't she, from going to the uh, youth game? So well, there's been three runnings, three runnings of his mum mm. with uh, one with the was it was it Ken Fryer or was it? Dick Law, she, there you go. Yeah. Well, one with, one with Dick. She, she's had a go at um, uh, And I don't know, there was, there was another one. Look, mm. I mean, it, it, that doesn't need going over, does it? You know, it, it's... No, it's, it don't. But I mean, the, 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 thing, the thing, like I say, what also came out was that he's not been punctual uh, for training. Oh, he's stuffed then, isn't he? So, like I say, I mean, yeah, you, you don't you don't know what to believe because I mean, you know, some people could be leaking stuff and all that malarkey, and uh, Arteta doesn't seem to be the kind of fellow that's going to be airing too much dirty linen in public, and it's not really the Arsenal way of doing things anyway. But you know, you, you do hear little glimpses, but you've, he's got. You know, I, I think we said this. I think I said this on a couple of podcasts before. If you're a young player or any player at Arsenal. And you get the chance, you've got to take it. Saka has taken it. Make the Knowles, who's on like I think he's played like seventy odd games for yeah, us he's now. He's hundred games for us now. He's, he's oh. played a hundred games for the Arsenal. Yeah, I mean, but he, at the moment he, he's not, he's not, he's not taking it. He, you know, he could have made, he could have made that right back position his own. And in the end, they went out and they bought somebody who was injured for a month. Uh, on loan for the rest of the season to cover that position as opposed to him. So that there's there's something to look they're not seeing. I mean, and he's a late, he almost comes across like he's a laid back character on the pitch. He's he seems, is. You know, horizontal. He's horizontal, but it's one of those. Ar- Arteta's seeing something that he don't like and he don't want him about. So that's the end of it, isn't it? He did the same is, to Pepe, didn't he? Yeah, but the thing is, funny enough, Data puts him there. Um, um, Pepe doesn't need or use any uh, a player overlapping. Well, he may not use it, but I think he needs it, and that's the problem. You know, all too often Pepe, you can see the talent on his feet. Okay, you know, it's it's obvious for everyone to see, but he needs to learn to give the simple ball or to just you know. To do the simple things at the right times. He, 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 Pepe's major, major thing is cutting back. He yeah. cuts back because he has got a right foot. So if we had someone strong that was overlapping him that could put a decent ball in, that puts the defender in two minds. So he 100% needs someone that's going to overlap, and it, it's not going to be Socrates, is it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, we, we need, we need. Well, like I say, I, I don't hold much hope for Bellerin being fully fit until the start of next season. I, I think any any minutes that he gets from now to the end of the season, he, he's just a bonus. He's still well in recovery. But, like I say, going back to the original question, make the nulls, he had the shirt, and he's 
He's just he's just blown it. He's thrown it away. He's going to be. I think he'll be gone in the summer. So anyway, let's move on. There'll be plenty of teams out there that want him, and I like him. I like him as a player. I like what he gives. But you've got to be quite frustrated if the only games you're going to get are not in your preferred position. And I know he's come out and he said that um, uh, right back isn't my favourite position or whatever it is. But he's never said I'm not playing, has he? So no, we, uh, don't, we don't know what's going on there. That's the he's never said. Yeah, yeah, you know, you don't know. You don't know whether he's been put in that position in training and he's sulked. You, you you don't know what. But I mean, for like I say, if if Arteta ain't even putting him in the match day squad, right? And I, I think that's about four games running now where he hasn't actually been in the uh, on the bench either. And bringing him there, on in the 90th minute—that's that's a bit of a statement. Yeah, isn't it? I mean, there, there's there's something you know, Jake, there, there's, something not, there's something not right there. Yeah, we've had this conversation last week mm. as well. Yeah. Question, from, question from Nick Wilson. He says, uh, only World War One and World War Two has stopped the football league since it began in 1888. Do you think the coronavirus should? And if it does, how do they be fair to everybody? And then someone else, why are you having to think about that? Someone else um, made a follow-up point. Uh, oh, here we go. Um, Loki says, uh, how happy would you be to stop the league right now? Stopping the bin dippers winning the league, then finish the season in alphabetical order so we would be first or second. <laughs> week. <laughs> and there was a, yes. Yeah, so, uh, Gav, what's your thoughts on that? While I go and find the other quote and question. Oh, Jesus. Uh, it's, a tr- it's a tricky one, really, because, you, I mean, obviously. There's two ways you can look at it, isn't there? Do the logical one and then do your biased one. Oh, would would I piss myself laughing if they stopped the season, cancelled it, and Liverpool didn't win the league? Yes, of course I would. Right, but in, I mean, you know, let's get this straight. None of us are medical experts. You know, we're all listening to what the, you know, I had a good listen to what Boris and his two uh, professors said earlier today, uh, and I think they're playing it right. They're obviously saying that it's going to get a lot worse. If they felt that everybody was in immediate danger in going to outdoor events, then they would close them down straight away, which is only right. If I had any family members who were over the age of 70 or had medical issues, would I advise them to go Arsenal for the for the foreseeable future or any mass gathering like that? I'd say no, you know, even by the fact that, you know, you've got to get on the train to get there, uh, which again is an issue. And again, would I like to see, see, this is, this is so, so much of a multi, a multiple question here. It's very, very hard to sort of sum it up. Would you want games to be played behind, all the games to be played behind closed doors, or would you want to stop football until it's safe for everybody to go back and, what do you do for teams who have got players who have been exposed to the, the virus or players that have got the virus? Is it fair to treat it more than just you would a normal injury? It, it's so, it really is a case of everything is changing by the week. The only thing that I could possibly say is even during World War II, games, football games were held. London, uh, yeah. By, by London teams, there was army games. Uh, yeah, but that's, you know, that, that, that's over, very over here and in and that's in that's France. That's, that's the thing is, isn't it? 
Of course, yeah. I mean, the, the thing is, is football is the biggest sport in the country. It's the, it's the national sport. So, given the choice of if everybody, for instance, got isolated uh, and nobody, everybody had two or three weeks off, how bored would we all be with no football on the TV? Uh, how much joy and how much joy and how much joy and pleasure does it give to everybody by the football being on? So purely for a morale of the country, I would say that football's got to be played for as long as physically possible. And if it goes behind closed doors, it goes behind closed doors. Obviously, ideally at that stage, you know there should be an agreement where all games are live streamed free to everybody. Because if it does get bad and if it does get a lot worse, we're going to need something to take our minds off it and, and cheer us up a little bit or indeed piss us off a little bit more. So it's, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a worrying time. But like I say, it's, it's okay for the majority of people that say the only people that are really going to be affected are the old or the people with underlying medical conditions. But when... That means your parents and your grandparents and your aunts and your uncles uh, and, you know, your mates and stuff like that. It puts it into perspective, really. I'm not sure if that's a long pause either, Chase. It could be a long pause. We could be about to make another point. We might have finished. Gav, when you're done, say over. (laughs) Yeah, the the, the problem is Stokey puts him here. More people die of DIY in a week. This is a minor flu at best. If it's a minor flu at best, okay, and it's not a flu, it's it's in the cold, it's in the cold sort of family. Um, I don't know how those differ. I am not a medical professional in any way, shape, or form. But you know, you look at what's happening around the world. You look at travel restrictions in the US and Italy and Spain and all these things. There's a there's no cure for this, okay? And until um, we build up vaccines or uh, a, a resistance to it, it could cause devastation. It's already caused devastation for markets. You know, people are losing their money. People are losing their lives. It, it's a big, big issue, okay? Um, why is the um, why is the UK government's um, tactics on this different to Spain and Italy I suppose that's because they're at a different stage in in, in they're from in, there they're, they're further the down the line yeah. aren't they yeah, yeah they're further down the line the growth of the, of the virus etc okay in the US God knows what happens with Trump listening to him it's he's an incoherent idiot okay so God knows what happens there you know everybody's going to have different perspectives on this Ireland are doing things differently to the UK. <laughs> what's right and what's wrong is not for me or any of us to say. Okay? You know, whoever's the government at the time, they've got to make their decisions. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe even maybe even Trump's doing the right thing. I mean, if, you know, the, you know, he's not... All he's done is really, he's banning incoming flights and people coming back into the country that have been in areas with the high virus. 
That's why Mike, uh, Mike from the Gooners pod, he came over here for two weeks to come and his yearly visit to the football. He's seen one game. The next game is cancelled. Late last night, I heard that um, the USA are banning all flights from Europe other than the UK on Friday. And he went, I'm going back home. So he's gone back home today. That's how serious it is. But in America, Trump isn't the one who said to the MLS, shut down, or to the NBA to shut down. Uh, but but um, they, they've done it under their own accord. So I don't know why the Premier League are risking people's lives and health and well-being. And that you don't wait for, um, yeah, for, look, look, for Johnson it's, to tell it's, them what it's, to do. Just do it. Yeah, but this is the, this is the mm. problem you've got, okay? There's no point, okay, in the Premier League shutting everything down if things like Cheltenham and the rugby on Saturday are yeah. going ahead anyway, okay? Yeah. It's all fucking bollocks, right? Oh? You know, listening to Trump and listening to him, so he's banning from Europe and yet the UK are okay. That doesn't make sense because the numbers don't fucking add up. Okay, if you're banning flights from Italy or stuff like that, that's fine. Okay, but you know it's like we've got more cases well, than countries and so forth. But the big thing is, no matter what they they're going to do, it has to be joined up thinking. It yeah. has to be an unified response so that, for argument's sake, like somebody said, all gatherings of people over X amount is off. Okay, and stuff like that. I don't know if they do can, can um, uh, stop football because you can be damn sure Sky, there's no way Sky are going to free stream it. There's no way that's going to happen, okay? They paid for the rights. It ain't going to happen. Because there was a um, report well, then, around saying that they're going to show all the Saturday games live on Sky for free. No. Well, no, the thing... What you've got to remember about that is... The majority of the majority of Premiership grounds have got their own cabling, and we know how easy and we all know how easy it is to watch a Saturday at three o'clock on a live stream. Anyway, the the technology is there to do it. If Sky could get more games for the same amount of money, or even for an increased amount of money, then they're going to get not only more subscribers but they're also going to get more advertising revenue because the advertising revenue they charge for when Arsenal, Man United or Liverpool play is going to be higher than when they've got, you know, Leeds versus Derby in the championship playing on there. So it's a win-win. I mean, the BBC, Sky and BT yeah, actually but, met, but, but, they actually but, met last week. Yeah, but this, the problem is nobody's spending money. There's fewer people on the streets. There's people, you know, nobody's travelling, nobody's doing stuff. So there's cash flow issues throughout business. So, so small to medium to even big businesses have got real cash flow issues. So nobody's going to spend more money on advertising. You, 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 you don't. You don't have to tell me that. Yeah, exactly. Although, although like I said, I mean, from from what I've seen today on the TV, I've seen an increase in advertising for businesses that don't normally advertise a great deal. So they're trying to sort of, you know, whereas before they didn't need to advertise or didn't want to advertise, now they would. Uh, and it will be much the same with beer companies. Uh, you'll get more beer companies advertising during the, the halftime break during football games. And you get more, well, I mean, the, the betting will be the same anyway because, you know, they're leeches anyway, aren't they? But it's it will create money and it will create money for Sky if they did it without giving more money to the Premier League. And the Premier League wants to get the, the competition concluded 
And as I said previously, football is a way of taking your mind off what is going on in real life. That's why a lot of people love football. It's it's a way of getting away from the reality of your, your own existence. But the problem is, so, Tom, if you look at the Arsenal for argument's sake, how much do the Arsenal make on a match day? Three million, million according to Kinos. Three million. Okay, so that's three million quid you're not going to get from a match day. Okay? Now, you look at United, Liverpool, all these other teams. Unless they're going to make that money up, yeah? Okay, because you've still got to play the players' appearance fee, stuff like that, okay? They're not mm-hmm. going to play these games. I I, I mean, we, look, we don't know what's going to happen here. Okay, and I, I, I'm not going to make a call in it either way because, I, you know, you, you're, you're looking at a really no, different... It's, 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 yeah, it, it's like I say, I agree with you there. It's, this is such a huge subject which none of us are qualified to predict the the outcome of what's going to happen with this, with this virus. I mean, you know, it could go on for another four weeks. It could go on for another two years. It's, it's one of those. It's so, you know, none of us are qualified to do it apart from take the advice of, of the medical people. Yeah, it, 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 it's, yeah, it's just fucked up. It is fucked up. Like Craig from Same Old Arsenal podcast, uh, go and give him a follow on, on YouTube and uh, and uh, Twitter. That is, uh, they're my joint favourite podcast along with the Gooners podcast. Oh, and uh, the, the um, what's Amanda's one called? They keep changing the name, didn't it? It's Hybrid Hills. I can't yeah, that's so. ah. yeah, he's he's in Ireland, and he says my kids have just got two weeks off. Now Craig's got a job. Where's his kids going to go? Is they going to go down the mine with him? I think he works down a mine. Uh, I'm not sure, but yeah, but this is the problem, okay, you know? so, so somebody said he did it on today, and look, yeah, this, we're not talking about football now, okay? Which is what this podcast is all about. But if for argument's yeah. sake, you go to work, okay, you and your partner go to work. Who's going to look after the ki- the kids? It's normally the grandparents. The grandparents are normally of an age, and who are the biggest typhoid Marys in the world? They're kids. The little fuckers, okay, like, are just a cesspit of disease, and, <laughs> and that's what they are. You know, God knows I love my nieces and nephews, okay? The little shitbags have given me so many diseases over the years. You know, uh, it, it's unbelievable. So everybody's got a different perspective. Not as, ma- not as many as them, not as many diseases as them don't, Welsh don't, girls are giving you, mate. Don't, don't, don't go there. <laughs> but look, you know, <laughs> she is me. Imagine if you and John had kids, they'd be riddled. Oh, they did a lot now. But the, but the, the point is here, each country have got their own sort of uh, um, ways of tackling this at the moment, okay? How it's going to affect the UK down, the, the, you know, in the next two or three weeks. We're yet to see, okay? The problem you've always got is this is an epidemic, okay? More people are going to get it. Yeah, yeah, but that's, that's just, that's just, you know, that that's, doesn't doesn't really matter. Pandemic, it doesn't matter what you call it. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's going to go epidemic. It's going to go up exponentially, okay? And Ooh. people are going to die from it. And that's the sad thing, okay? You know, um, like every sins in 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 the chat box, wash your bloody hands, okay? Right, or if you feel the, the if, if as they say, you feel the symptoms coming on, self isolate yourself, take care of yourselves, and don't give it to other people for crying out loud. But logically, where you got to look at this is 
is it is sport more important than people's oh, health? It's a, a, so it's a no question. But like you were saying, Chase, America can afford to go no MLS and the league below. Um, there's uh, the bloke I follow on Twitter whose name I can't remember. He's a Man United fan. The the league below the MLS, they've they've paused that. They've paused the NBA. But America is so huge, you can have all these individual things and still have other things going in other places. The UK is so small, you can't have our neighbours that are only a, a small distance away cancelling everything. And we're going, oh well, you you can, might cancel the football, but we're not going to cancel this. You're going to cancel St Patrick's Day. It has to cancel everything. Yeah, but that, that, that's a government response, not anybody else's, okay? And when they come out with that uh, advice or that instruction, then that will be the way forward, okay? Yeah, but they're taking their time. What are they yeah, waiting yeah, for? Yeah, but, it's what well, people well, want to know. Okay? And this is the one thing that, that gets me at the moment. Like you're arguing with me. I'm agreeing with you. In Wales at the moment, you see Pride Cymru making cheap political points over this, okay? And, 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 and I, I can't stand it because... No matter who you are or where you are, okay, in government, you're getting the very best scientific advice. Then they're going to give you a range of options, and you make your decisions based on that, okay? The truth of the matter is, I mean, Thomas always says that world economy could crash due to the overreaction. It's not an overreaction because everybody's reacting this way. The truth of the matter is we don't know how many people have got it, if you get hundreds of people going into their local hospital because of this, okay, because they fall ill under this, the health services all over the world crash, okay? If you get hundreds of people getting ill in your local town or village, right, oh, you know, all of a sudden nobody goes out, the economy crashes anyway. The, it, it, it can't be an overreaction because of the way it's been dealt with across the world. The truth of the matter we've got to do is, we've got to see is, each government makes decisions based on the advice given to them and the options that they feel are relevant to them. They're not all going to be the same, okay? We've just got to deal with that. We are where we are. Um, you know, sport in no way, shape or form. Um, Andrew Fife said on the podcast a few years ago, I can't remember what happened, but there's something that happened in the world. And he said, Bill Shankly once said, um, football's more important than life. And he said, that's bollocks. And I'm five feet right, okay? You know, people are going to die from this. They already are. You know, you look at what's happened in Italy. It's horrendous. You know, the deaths that they've had there. You know, just let's leave it play out the way it's going to play out. And let's get off this, this because we're not experts. And, no. you know... It's going to change daily. It's going to yeah. literally going to. It's going to literally change every, every every couple of days. It's going to change. So, so Luke uh, Howard sums it up. He says uh, they're delaying the inevitable. It's like delaying going for a dump. <laughs> People don't think we're an expert. It's just our, our our own personal opinions. But you know, it's going to have to. You're going to have to close it sooner or later. So I think they said there's various stages you go through. One is um, a protection stage, and then one is the dealing with it stage. They just don't want to deal with it. Yeah, we're about three weeks behind mainland Europe, and you've seen how quickly. Italy has had so many people passing away, but I saw, um, I was reading some stuff about it. The people of retirement age in Italy is 36%. In the UK, it's 18%. That's why there's so many old people in Italy, and that's who it's um, mostly affecting. But now you've got um, well, um, Serie A players with, uh, that have got it. You've got NBA well, players what, that have got it. Go on. What, basically, what 
where it started up, which is in the Milan fashion district of, uh, of Italy, basically what they did years ago was sold factories to China in exchange for the Chinese having rights of access and movement there. So basically a lot of the Chinese were backwards and forwards to Milan. And that's why Milan has had it really, really bad because they're getting it literally first or second hand. So that, that's kind of just like an economic view of looking at it. But, you know, oh. anyway, I, I think we should move on unless we want to discuss hmm. fantasy billionaire land. If well, you had, and I'll ask this question to the people in the chat as well. If you were a billionaire, where would you take you and your family to self-isolate right now? You can come to my house because if I don't let people in. Well, you let your mum in earlier. Well, she doesn't count. She's only little... Now that's yeah. that's it. You'd want to go. It's not just where you're going to go. It's how you're going to get there, isn't it? And how many people you have to interact on your way there. Unless you can put on a hazmat suit and when you leave the house and wear it on the plane until you get there. But then, um, who's going to deliver the hazmat suit to you? I suppose it have to be a little island somewhere. You can just go fishing every day and live off fish and and, and coconuts, <laughs> or just just put up with it. Just hopefully you're going to be able to, you'll be able to get away with it. Yeah. Fair one. Anyway, come, should we move on? Made a um a good a good one. Oh yeah, if you want to know more about it, go to Joe Rogan and he had an expert, a virus oh, expert on this week. Shut up. And go Sam Harris had another one too. What? Go on the government website, okay? Fucking hell. Please can we move on? Yeah, but they can um they, is Please it can we move on. Stop being miserable. Cheer up. I agree, I agree, move on. I haven't heard so much bollocks in all my life, and that's from me, and I'm the one who's been talking about it. Yeah, I know, but I didn't want to be rude and tell you that, but I'm glad you Come noticed. Well, what else do we want to talk about? Kate has asked a question. She says, um, pay Alba or sell Alba? I say pay him. Islands are bad places to be in a pandemic. Ah, so that's two things in one. Alba, do we keep him? Do we get rid of him? Because there was uh, rumours this week on, on Twitter, because Twitter rumours are always true, that um, Alba and the Saka deals have both been agreed. I don't know if they've been signed yet, but... So... If they were signed, Dan, they'd make Arsenal a big will have this big, flashy video. Do you know what I mean? Some millennial will make some flashy video and... Uber will say some catchy catchphrase at the end, like, oh, once a gooner, always an Arsenal fan, uh, something stupid. Yeah, no, it's... We would know... We, we're going to know if where they, when they've signed before be anybody it. on Twitter. We all need some good news at the moment. It'll be all over dot .com. I, th I think, let's be honest again, um, Dean Dale Square has another new account. Well, that means it's not happening then, because yeah. that is worth at least three Dean Dance Square accounts. Um, Thomas is enjoying it. Um, right, here we go. Don't know what this means. Jace from, from Craig, he says, uh, what does Jace think about his fellow countrymen being led by the cock around Twickenham? I don't know what that means. Uh, doing the rugby last week. Um, oh, is that what, the, what you were doing rather than doing the show? Yeah, yeah that's what I was doing. You mean well. you get on with it? Yeah, sorry. I do apologise for that. Um, Joe Marler played with Alan Wynne-Jones' penis. 
Um, and everybody seems to think, oh, it's okay, he's part of the game. Now, as somebody who's played the game and who has done a bit of bag snatching in his time, <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, 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 look, I, I did it. You, you, you did it to get a wind up. Did you, you wash did your hands it. when you were done? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> You grab and you twist. Oh, 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 was it mouthwash? You grab and you twist, okay? <laughs> but, um, uh, oh, don't go there. Don't go there. But, um, uh, <laughs> you know, I when I, when I when I did it in the pitch and uh, and people I know, you know if you get caught, you get sent off and you know you get banned. I know. And the idiot has done it. And, and, and Joe Marler, a lot of people say he's a great bloke and I've got no evidence to say any different. But there's been the gypsy boy comment from him in the past. There's been this now. He's a wind-up merchant. If you're doing that in front of millions of people on TV and in front of one of the biggest games of the year, you're a bit of an idiot. He should have been sent off during the game. And he's a 10-week ban. It should have been 12. But he's had his... Um, has, he got a ten, has he got a 10-week ban for just tickling his... Uh, his old Yeah, 10-week ban. Yeah, his old boy. He should, he has he got a 10-week ban for that? Yeah, oh yeah, fuck yeah. You don't, you're, oh, not, the, 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 you're not, you, 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 I, can't, I can't. you can't touch people's genitalia. You just can't. Anyone I thought that's why everybody played rugby. Oh. <laughs> don't answer that, Jase. Data says, don't they wear cups? Doesn't matter what you're wearing. No, they don't wear cups, no. You can't. You, they, 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 well, no. that's, like, that's like saying if a woman's wearing a bra, can you, like, you know, can you fondle her boobies? Do you know what I mean? You can, you're not allowed to do it. It's gone banned. And it's gone a little bit blue. I think we need to move on. It's just, it, to be honest, it's just fucking... It, it's the most boring thing I've ever... Well, rugby. Boring. That's what we were telling you last week. I can't believe you got a 10-week ban for that, though. He could have had a four-year ban for that. Fucking hell. He could have had a four-year <laughs> ban for that. And if who, you... was that, uh, who was the fellow in the studio who was uh, the, uh, the, the ex-Welsh captain? Is he an ex-Welsh captain? The fellow that is in the studio, the fellow that's uh, that's come out as a homosexual oh, after uh, you stopped uh, playing. Yeah, I don't want to talk about Alfie. I don't. I don't want to talk about that guy. Yeah, he and he said he said, oh. "No, no, 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 no." He's look. I'm, I'm not going to say it on you. I'm not going to say Let, it. Let's move on. It's cool. We've gone from bloody coronavirus to rugby. Tell what I'm born about. Where else are you going to get a range of? <laughs> Gentlemen <laughs> fiddling and viruses. And we are back to John yeah, again. <laughs> well, welcome to an Arsenal podcast about viruses that nobody knows anything about <laughs> and and a, an egg an egg shaped ball game where blokes touch each other's fucking John Thomases. Uh, Michael Hernandez <sighs> has a question here. Um, Dyer seemingly getting away with attacking fans is kind of bullshit, yeah? Well, this, sorry, I'm just going to come in on this. This is yet more proof that the Premier League is the most corrupt league on the planet. But it's, fucking kind of it's not the kind of person he is. It's just like Son, when Son keeps trying to break late leg break people. They're just good guys. Misunderstood, James. Unbelievable. Unfucking believable. He's How long did Cantona get done for for that? Didn't he get like, about a, a two month ban? Oh, have you seen him? Uh, have you seen uh, what's the boy? Oh, what's the what's the fucker? Um, uh, his father, uh, Adebayor. 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 He's playing in Panama at the moment. Uruguay. Um, Uruguay. No, Paraguay. 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 Didn't, he, didn't he kick someone? He kicked yeah. someone in the head, didn't he? Yeah. He's, he's a kid. He's doing the whole bloody, you know, 
Fuck Mr. Miyagi. Hong Kong Fury. Yeah. yeah. He's Hong Kong Fury. It's just a thing. It's just a thing. Yeah, but you know, no, I, I think look, you know, you, you, then he's entered the fan zone. He's confronted fans. How he's not been brought up in front of the FA, I don't know. But the Premier League is the most corrupt league on the planet, bar none. You can see it in everything they do. You know, it's 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 ridiculous. Gav, do you think he should? Uh, do you agree that he should get a ban? Oh, Dyer. Yeah. I don't know. Are they worse with him on the pitch? <laughs> Someone said on last week's show, their their um their fine should be he plays every game for the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, make him play in goal for the rest of the season or something. He couldn't you be much worse than no, Maurice, could he? A- absolute no, of course not. Um, I mean, absolute ridiculous. You, there's no way in the world that he should have gone into the crowd to sort that out for a start. His brother was in the boxes and nobody could actually get near him to give him a slap. And even if somebody was giving him a slap, I mean, for... for oh, don't. Marcus Hodges makes game. a point there. He says... Yeah, uh, since fo- Go on. Uh, Marcus Hodges says, the FRA is a fucking embarrassment. Wenger got suspended for kicking a damn water bottle. Yeah, sums it up. Yeah. No, exactly. It's... Since football began... Friends and family have been arguing with supporters when their friend or family's been having a shit game. That's always happened. And this is the first time ever that a player's run up to try and support his friend or family in the crowd over a little bit of verbals. It it's bollocks. It sets a very, very, very bad precedent <laughs> if he doesn't get a ban. Thunders, but even I, that... In fact, in fact, I ban all of them. I ban every single Tottenham player because they were complicit in the action. Uh, Thunders, but even that Newcastle geezer doing the helicopter got a lifetime ban. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that oh is hello, so... hello, fun, hello. I'd like to say hello to my mate Thunder Road. Glad, glad I'm on here again, mate. Just to uh, to please you this evening. Oh, don't don't poke him. He's been he's been well behaved for months now. Uh, we, we've managed to tame him a little bit. Uh, yeah, there's, I think people are saying that a damn uh, Cantona got a nine-month ban, whatever it was. It was a huge ban. So I think we're all agreed on that. Anyone got any more questions? Huh? He karate kicked somebody, didn't he? Crystal Palace fan. Yeah, leather. I'd have kicked him just for a leather jacket. So there was. Um, I was listening to Harry Simu, the um, Chronicles of Aguna, and he was doing the the Champions League game with a Spurs fan. He does this commentary thing. It's really, really good. Go find Harry's channel and give it a subscribe and follow him on Twitter. And at the end of the match, they were just having a little chit-chat that got really, really heated because Harry was saying, well, Jose has now lost uh, five out of his last six games. I think he's had five draws, uh, five losses, a draw and a win in his last number of games or something like that. And so Harry was pointing and saying, look, this is the same old Jose. Jose is, isn't the manager he used to be. So what do we think about Jose and what he's doing to Spurs? Obviously, it's fantastic, but it's the same old Jose, isn't he? Goes into a club, turns all the players against him, rinses him for a load of money. And this, the, the Spurs fan was it's really good. I mean, I had to turn it off because the Spurs fan I wanted to hit him. But it was just, uh, he, he wouldn't admit that what Spurs, Jose is doing to Spurs is what we all said he would do. He'd go in there and he'd ruin it. I mean, when he was at Man United, he brought in Pogba and Sanchez, two of the best players in the world at the time, ended up doing nothing with them. I mean, he won the Europa League. But then both of those players, Sanchez, well, he scored more goals on loan 
I think at Inter Milan already there. Won Europa League with Sanchez or Pogba, he didn't. He won didn't that he? season before. Yeah, uh, Mkhitaryan had um, uh, had a screamer that um, uh, that season. Um, he, he was excellent in Europa League. Look, I couldn't give a monkey's what Jose's doing at Tottenham, to be honest with you. Yeah, but it's funny. I, I, I don't care about them. That's all I care about is our form. You know, I, I just <laughs> I just don't care about them. And, you know, they're, they're a meaningless little club. <laughs> you know, they're, they're just they're full of shit necks, you know, and, you know, you get you get Deli Ali fucking acting like a wank stain every week. You know, you've got Ndombele failing miserably. You've got oh, Daya thinking he's some sort of captain fucking clown. I don't know. You know, you've got Harry dribbling the place up. I just don't care. Just don't. <laughs> well, you know, when I say hey. to Gav, what do you think, Gav? You know you might as well get comfortable, Jase, because you've had, you've had your chance and now you've, you've ruined it. You don't care, Gav. What do you think? What do you think to Jose at Spurs? Like uh, Dave Atkinson says, he's doing a great job. Give him a 10-year contract. I've got a certain amount of sympathy for him, to be fair. Uh, I do feel sorry for him as much as I, I can, really. I mean, Song and Harry Kane have been propping that shit-ass club up for a couple of seasons now. And everybody else around them has been mediocre and poor, and he's lost them two. And hopefully, they'll both get sold in the summer as well. So he has come in at a bad time with their two only decent players being injured, which is fucking brilliant. Uh, I hope he fouls. I hope he fouls for a long time. I hope I live long enough to see him relegated. <laughs> Just don't go out. You should be fine. Yeah, no, I mean, oh, you know, words can't describe how much I hate everything and anything to do with that lot from Middlesex. I despise every, everything. There's nothing that, you know, I can give. But from a football perspective, Mourinho has been unlucky with them two injuries because they are their, their only two standout players. The selling Ericsson as well. And Ericsson was a bit one of their, probably their third best player. Mm, yeah, it's, it's one of those. It's, you know, like well, I say, from a, to live. yeah, it's very, it's very hard to put any sort of perspective when you're talking about that lot. But obviously you have to say that, you know, he's been desperately unlucky with the only two bits of class he's got not being there anymore. And I hope they sell them and I hope they go bankrupt. I hope they fucking turn it into a big supermarket mm-hmm. or indeed like a park and ride. That would be brilliant. Well, they've got a stadium. Like a and... Yeah, knock the stadium flat right, <laughs> and make turn it into a car park right, and do a park and ride for Arsenal games. So you park there and you get on a bus that takes you to, uh, that takes you to Arsenal and then takes you back afterwards. Yeah, that would work. I'll sign up for that. So what's going to happen to the league then? Are they going to? Oh, well, if they the, the options that you see, there was um, the Athletic were talking about it, and they, they were saying that the only real options that you've got is either have some kind of playoff system, which they're thinking of doing in Italy, because Italy went during Calciopoli, Italy went vacant title, no one's won it. They, they're not going to do that in this country, are they? So they either stop it now and go Liverpool are champions, 
or they go there's no there's no title at all so which way around should we do it jace if you had to be fair if you had to be someone say if you were someone who didn't like football and you looked at the current situation what would be the fair thing to do i don't give a monkeys to be honest i mean no well if if you can we don't know how long this thing's gonna last okay you don't know how long it's gonna last so you know that You've got the Euros, which looks like it's going to be postponed for a seat for a year, okay? Um, in the, the summer, women's for two years. The, the, so the women's could be postponed for two years. It has massive knock-on effect. I think it could get to a stage where it's just a case of right, that's it. That's the end of the season. But then you have the television contracts to take into account, and the one with Sky in the Premier League is the biggest one out there, and 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 BT Sport and all the other providers. So, you know, how are they going to deal with all this? I have no idea, to be honest, because it's so complicated. It's so intertwined and everything being done and dusted. And the amount of money involved in it is phenomenal. So, you know, if you haven't played, you know, Nicky Wilson's made a good point. You can't relegate teams that still have a chance of staying up, like Norwich. So, you know, if you, if you haven't got any relegation, you can't have champions either. Because so, and also Liverpool haven't mathematically won the title. If they had, then maybe you could say give them it. But they haven't mathematically won it. Well, you do, I have no. a solution. Carry on. I am. Right. Okay. Right. End the season now. There's no champions. Then what you do is you take an average from this season and the last three seasons for who goes into Europe next year. That's how they do it in South America. There. You then have a 1919-style vote for who gets relegated and who gets promoted. And hopefully it goes the same way as it did in 1919 and Tottenham get relegated. <laughs> it's simple. Yeah, the people didn't simple, know that. No, that, one, that no one's got the votes for them. We and, finished uh, sixth, Thunder, didn't we? Yeah. And Thunder Road, I do watch EastEnders and... Please, no spoilers in the chat box. Otherwise, I'll get Danny to kick you out. Ah, uh, well, yes. Um, I was just looking at the, the league table. Um, the, um, Liverpool are 25 points clear, and there's 27 points left in the season. Um, they're <laughs> 25 points ahead of Man City, and Man City can still get 27 points. All, all Liverpool needed was one more win, and uh, then they would have mathematically have won it. But you can't relegate teams. And like a huge thing is the amount of money for those those deals. Not only with the likes of Sky and BT paying a four billions for the rights to show the games, you've then got all the season ticket holders that are going to be owed four, five, six games. Then normally, if if we pay for a certain number of games a season, you either get a refund or do you normally just get money off your next, well, season, the, next year's season ticket? The, there's the thing, Dan. Uh, yeah, I mean, basically, when you get a season ticket, you get, uh, I think it's a 26 or 27 games that you get a year. I think it's 26. Uh, the Premiership, 19 Premiership games and seven Cup games. If there isn't the full allocation of Cup games, which there won't be this year, you either cancel your season ticket and you get a refund of those two games, or those two games are put on credit for when you renew your season's hit the following year, yeah? Which is more money lost for the clubs. Yes, yes. But, and a strange quirk, uh, I can't remember his name, but I did retweet it earlier on Twitter. A fellow went through the terms and conditions 
if Arsenal, if we're playing an away game and the game gets cancelled or supporters aren't allowed entry for any reason, you get a full refund of the ticket costs. If a home game gets uh, played behind closed doors, according to Arsenal's terms and conditions, you do not get a refund. Oh, so if Arsenal's that's from the Arsenal terms terms and conditions on on buying tickets. If the game is deemed that it's going to be changed to be played behind closed doors, you don't get a refund. I know that a few people have emailed the club to ask for clarification. I think that was in means of if the stadium got closed down due to bad behaviour of supporters. Mm. Uh, I think that would. I think that's why that was inserted in there but I would certainly think that any game that is played behind closed doors the, the clubs they've got they've they've got a moral obligation to give a full refund on the ticket prices let's be honest they've got a moral obligation they, they, more than that they've got they've got a um, uh, they've got a PR obligation to refund the supporters you know the cronks aren't oh, God, yeah. anyway you carry it up if they withheld refunds on tickets because the, because of coronavirus, um, in making the the games played being closed doors, there'd be riots. You know that that would. I be mean, a- I mean, yeah. I mean, imagine if every other club gave refunds apart from Arsenal. We'd look a complete joke. I mean, I, Man, Man United, Man United actually done a brilliant thing today. Uh, Man United have given because their game's been cancelled in Europe. They've given every supporter who bought a ticket 350 quid to cover the costs that they would have spent out on tra- uh, the lost costs on travel and and hotels. 350 quid they gave, which I thought was brilliant. On so the game went ahead because they won five nil, but do you mean they weren't allowed to travel? Yeah, because because there was no fans. Oh, the, the stadium was shut. Travel. Oh, I yeah, didn't, I didn't know that. They uh, they gave three hundred and fifty quid to every, every single person who bought a ticket. See, that is a really nice thing to do. Well, it, it's not. I mean, like I say, you, you, you've got to realise that all foot, you know, the majority of football clubs in the Premiership are absolutely minted. Mm. And when you're looking at, say, that's three thousand supporters at three hundred and fifty quid, someone do the maths. That that's that's nothing to a, 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 a club like Man United, but for the three thousand supporters, some of which have took time off work and are scrimping and scraping to watch all the games that they can, three hundred and fifty quid is massive. When you think you've lo- you've you've spent that amount of money out for nothing, it's very true. Um, oh. Right, uh, someone uh, Luke has asked about the Brighton game three times now. Sorry, Luke. Um, thoughts on the Brighton game at the weekend? Because as it looks at the moment, we are away to Brighton this weekend, aren't we? So, uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, it's going to be uh, a Saturday, a three o'clock kickoff. Mm. <sighs> the wonders of not playing in Europe. <coughs> so, uh, Jace, what's your thoughts on the Brighton game? If it goes ahead. We're talking about football again. Thank God yes. for that. Um, ah. well, I don't even know what's going to happen because half the team are in isolation at the moment. Brighton they all back. They was all back. All back today. Were they? Okay. So everybody's back fully fit. Yeah. So Brighton hasn't been exactly been a happy hunting ground for us in recent years. Um, 
I think Arteta will look will, will have looked at the West Ham game. I think he's he's, he's not going to be happy with the performance. I, like he said in the interview, I think we're going to see a much more dynamic performance from the whole team. To be fair, um, I expect a similar lineup to the one that played West Ham. I hope AMN has sorted it out and plays right back instead of. Socrates give us a bit more dynamism down the right hand side. Um, because at the moment we're very you know one sided down the left. Um, and I, I do believe Pepe needs a bit more support and needs to learn to give the easy ball. I, I think he's going to start Bellerin on Saturday. I think I think Bellerin was rested for West Ham, so he had more recovery and was able to go fresh against Man City. And now the Man City game was got, got called off. Bellerin's had well over a week's rest, so I can see Bellerin starting. Yeah, but he's so, a long-term groin problem, hasn't he? And I mean, <laughs> you know, I still think he, I still think he will, though. I still think he will. Well, looking at you saying about the, go on, Gav. Uh, yeah, no, I was, just, I was just saying. I mean, there, there is rumours that he's having injections to play and all that, so they're they're trying to stage him so he's playing once once a week or once every ten days as opposed to twice a week. So, yeah, like I say, that, that's my feeling. My feeling is really that if the Man if the I don't think, even if the Man City, if the Man City game wasn't rearranged at haste, I think Bellerin would have started against West Ham as well. well according oh, to... to uh, can I answer Thomas from Norway? Hold on, before, um, Keir, just Kieran Tierney, on, they say on. she'll be back on the 14th, which is two days, and Cedric Suarez should be back on the 14th, and Mustafi, they should all be back in contention for the first team, and the rest of them all that injured. Um, what did, uh, what's Thomas said? Thomas, what would be the logic in playing on Saturday if we can't play on the Wednesday? Basically, Thomas, because a couple of Arsenal players are in contact with the owner of Olympiacos, uh, what they had to do was self-isolate or show no symptoms of the virus for 14 days. The Man City game was the 12th day, which was Wednesday. That's why it was called off. So, no, sorry, the Man City game was the 13th day, which is why it was called off. But to be fair, Arsenal didn't want to play that game. They was unhappy that it was uh, called off. It was called on that quickly. Such short and notice for the fans, I, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I, I mean, you've got to feel sorry for fans that have lost money on on trains and hotels and all that. And I don't. I even helped my friend get a. Uh, I'll, I'll tell that story later. But yeah, lots of people have lost money on it. But yeah, it was because the Man City game was the thirteenth day of look. People should have started showing signs of any sort of infection, and because nobody did, the Brighton games on. Fair anyway, enough, I think we're gonna fucking I think we're gonna fucking stuff them because Brighton are shit. Well, Jace, you were saying about we haven't been too good with them. They've been it's their third season in the Premier League. We've beaten them in the first game and then they beat us. Last season it's two one one draws and this season they beat us two one at our place when we were fifth of December when that was almost peak Emery. So uh what do you reckon the result's gonna be if it goes through? I think we win two 0 Yeah. Um Brighton in the league at the moment, they are fifteenth. And their last six games have been draw, loss, three draws and a loss. They are a team out of form and desperate for points. As we all know, we are the only unbeaten Premier League team this millennium. Millennium? We've got, we got, no, we got to use PSG. 
Decade, decade, then. <laughs> <laughs> if only it was this millennium. <laughs> this decade. Yeah. So I, I agree with the pair of you. I think we're going to beat them. A um, couple of times when we've had trouble against them in recent seasons, they had that big bloke up front, the big bald one who can't run. Ben Murray. That's the fella. Um, he doesn't play anymore. And so, yeah, I've got a feeling we we could beat them. Uh, there's been lots of um, stuff going on in the chat one. Yeah, here's one from Pete Coulson. Um he says, uh, "Could non-football be a bless, be a blessing in disguise for the Arsenal? We can get our lengthy injuries sorted, and Arteta gets the time he badly needs to get us playing the system that he wants." Jace, it doesn't make a blind bit of difference to be honest, Pete. You know, you look at it year on year. We think we're going to change with injuries, etc. You know, last season you had um, uh, uh, Big Bob. Bob Holding and Hector with the cru- with the cruciate ligament business. This season is Chambers. You know, we buy Tierney. Um, he was injured with another injury. Unfortunately, he picks up the shoulder injury as well down the line. There's just some... I, I don't know what the hell it is with us. We just seem to be de- desperately unlucky with injuries. Um, I think more football is what we need at the moment, I think. You know, this run into the end of the season, we've got a chance... I know it's a slim chance, but there's a chance of getting fourth. And if you're Mikel Arteta, you know, you've got to be aiming for that. You've got to be. Because right? if you don't, you're the wrong guy for the job. But I'm more at the point, he gets a chance to find out, right, who am I going to keep for next season? Because I hear an awful lot of people mm. giving their opinion on who the club are going to keep and who they're going to sell. The truth of the matter is, Mikel Arteta's decision be very different to ours and, and and that's a massive one where do we need to strengthen you know for me it's the midfield but only regular football is going to show that and um, uh, you know he's going to see the good and the bad and the ugly of everyone so yeah you know I know unfortunately I don't think no football would be good for us I don't I think it'll be I think it'll be another setback actually it has been a season of fits and starts, hasn't it? We've uh, never had a... As soon as we had a half-decent run, then we had a, the, the... What was it? The winter break in February? And now we've got this going on. So, play, as a player, Gav, you don't want to have a two-week gap between games all the time, do you? No, they'd be going crazy. I mean, and like I said, I mean, when we was... Again, I, I think I mentioned it on a podcast back in December or January that while we're having a mid-season break, we should let the, the weather decide. Uh, if we didn't have a mid-season break, we'd be well up on games and they could quite easily have it now. Uh, yeah, but no, play, players want to play. You know, they want to play football. They get the ump when they don't play. If there was a break now, you know, and the players are all fully fit, and they said, oh, there's no football for two weeks, they're still going to have to go for training every day. They're still going to be setting, you know, we're still going to be having a, Word with Watford for a, a practice game and stuff like that. It's yeah, the, the games have got to come. The way I see it is, we need games coming thick and fast right now. You know, we you know we need at least one game every four or five days on average. Uh, if we do that to the end of the season, it's going to bode well because it means we would have progressed further in the FA Cup. Uh, yeah, we've like I say, just just got to keep piling them up. Just keep getting the games going, and it's what it's what we need. It's what it's what the players need. It's what the supporters need. It's what people in this country need. We need we need to be seeing things that are going to take our mind off shit. 
Luke makes a good point here. He says, must be hard for the players mentally considering we've won three league games and pretty much stayed in 10th position. Yeah, that is a bit weird. So, um, best form in the league out of all the... Out of this, um, well, yeah, yeah, this but, yeah but, to, but to be fair, okay, the players were the fucking arseholes who got us in this position in the first place, along with that clown Emery. You know, you, 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 can't, you can't have it all way. You know, I, I defended these players quite a lot because Emery was such a fucking awful coach. You know, I couldn't believe people defended him. The, the, the shit was there to be seen by everyone, okay? But those players are just as culpable because they're the ones who went on that pitch and they're the ones who screwed it up. So, you know, mm. they can feel as downhearted as they went. Unless they get fourth, unless they get fourth, they're just as fucking culpable. I thought Emery got the best out of uh, Ramsey. I thought he was the only one who, who played him in his in his real proper position and gave him the freedom to uh, to express himself. He's a fucking clown, mate. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I was going for a bite then as well. I was going for a big bite. Go on, I'll try another he, one later. Did, did, I, no. <laughs> I'm not being funny, but you know, the, 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 the fucking Emory years, okay, Rado? Don't get me fucking started. And that twat's blaming players. Now he's gone. He's f- water. And that fuck with Raul wanted to give him an extra three years. You know, and there's people defending him because he's not Arsene Wenger. Fucking we would have, we would, we would have been in the Champions League this year if Ramsey didn't get injured. Yeah, but he should. Why did he play him against um, uh, against uh, Napoli? Why did he play him against against Watford? He didn't need to. And then he comes out and says, "Oh, he insisted on playing." Oh, well, you dropped him earlier on in the season. So what's the fucking change now? It's, you it's, young it's, twat. It's, 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 it's hard to drop your best player, mate. Absolutely, but the problem is, mate, <laughs> he's, he's stop winding your hands, sorry. But no, but that's what actually happened. He got injured. Our season fell apart. It was. This, this is the truth. I mean, I, I, I think if if Ramsey stays fit, uh, we would have we would have been playing Champions League this year. But in on the other side of things. We would probably still have Emery Ayers, and it, it, I don't think he's. I'm not going to slag him off for his for his coaching or his ability or for anything that he did for us, but it just wasn't the right fit. Some things, when it comes to managers and players, sometimes it's just not the right fit. And Emery, it, it wasn't the right fit. Arteta, he feel he feels like the right fit. That's, that, that's it feels awesome. It, 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 it feels yeah. I mean, I know, like I say, he's not he's not a Georgie Graham, is he? I mean, he didn't win the double before uh, before joining us. He won half the double. Well, yeah, the shit half. <laughs> not that like I'm slagging off the FA Cup, so I love the FA Cup and the FA yeah. Cup, you know, blah blah blah. But you know, I mean. You can't compare Arteta's playing career at Arsenal's with George Graham's playing career at Arsenal's. It's you know that's ridiculous. It's like that'd be like comparing bloody Henri to bloody you know Sonogo. But it does it does feel the right fit, and I think that if Arteta had taken over straight away from Wenger, I don't think it would have gone as well as it's going, or it seems to be going at the moment. So it, it was timing, but everybody knew that, you know, it was such a, 
a huge change when Wenger went that whoever come in was going to foul. Because there, there was just too many changes with the way that the club is set up with regards to the system that we've got now with a director of football uh, and where we had the system before, which was a Wenger dictatorship. And then obviously we had a Gazidis going, thank God. So, you know, there's been so much uproar behind the scenes and so many, you know, staff members, some that have been at Arsenal for 20, 30 years, that also got sacked at the same time as Wenger. Uh, that whoever took over was, you know, going to suffer. I mean, even the fact that once Wenger went, the person that was in charge of arranging coaches and travel got sacked at the same time. So there's a new person dealing with, with that side of things. There, there was a so That doesn't affect the coaching, Gav. That doesn't affect the coaching. He won 22. He didn't lose the 22 games. But when he came to the sharp end of the season, he fucking bottled it. He didn't have a clue what he was doing, okay, you know? You could see oh, the he, went, he, went, he, he lost. He, went he all lost out, that he team went, last season. He went, yeah, of course he did. He went all out. For, he went all out for the Europa Cup, and he and, and it it fucked up. But like I say, you know, by the end of the season, we were we were down to bare bones of players. And we'd lost Ramsey. And like say, as I'm you not, know, Jace, Ram, Ramsey was was. Was huge. If we had Ramsey now instead of Ozil, we'd be in a hell of a lot better position. Oh yeah, but I'm not being funny. We're trying to blame Arsene Wenger for Unai Emery's failures. Unai Emery fucked out on his own. He fucked it. He fucked it good because he's a clown. Okay, the guy's a fucking imbecile. He didn't know what he was doing. You don't like it, do you? It, 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 it's, it's, well, I'm not being funny. It, it, it's all there for everybody to see. As all you had to do was watch the fucking way we played. He it just took some people longer than others to stop supporting the Arsenal manager. Even though some of us I'm knew this funny. isn't looking good, we still supported him because he was the manager. Hey, I wanted I wanted United to do well. Okay? Oh, yeah. I backed that appointment all the way. And they watched the football we were playing and he just wondered when was he going to develop it? And then it was clear to see. Okay? He didn't know what he was doing. And, and, and you know... Playing Gwen Doos. It did. It did. It did. It did stop the rot, though. I mean, I know we've slipped back this year, but you know, I do think we're going to finish in the top five this year anyway. But you know, Emery did stop the rot. So when you come in so after a manager like Wenger, like, or when you come in a manager after Fergie, you you really are going to struggle because he had to clear half the club of out of players, didn't he? He didn't. It was never his job. It was never his job to sign. Well, that's the thing. The it, it was. It, like I say, last season wasn't just. Last season wasn't just, and and the beginning of this season wasn't just an Emery issue. You've got, like I say, there was so many changes of staff throughout the whole of throughout the whole of the club that it was going to have issues. Yeah, I had no. There was I had so, no many, so many changes, and then you've. And then you've got an owner who doesn't even come over here, who sends his son over instead. And, you know, there were so many issues, and there's so many issues with regards to how the clubs run, that it was always going to happen, that it was going to fall apart once Wenger went, because Wenger had so much control over other areas of the club, which makes the players feel more comfortable. And Emery was and, just a coach. 
just the yeah. coach. And em- Emery was just put in there to coach the side. And like I say, you know, I, I stick by it. If we had no injuries to key players, we would we would have done better last year than finishing fifth just by one point, uh, which was up from what sixth or seventh when the last season of Wenger, uh, and losing Do that final. Do we want to go over those last we, few we, games we, again? We, Do we want to go over those last few results again? Because you know, I'm not. I'm sorry, but. Unai Emery had every you can't chance. Just, you can't just... Do you think we would have done better in the last few games if Ramsey was fit? Of course. Of course. Well, there you go. End of, end of conversation. But he didn't because he played him when he clearly had issues because he was too stupid to not to give him a rest. So, you know, either way you look at it, right on, you know, there it is. Well done, Unai. You fucked it. Well, there you go. That's that not sorted out. Um, Sai asked, <laughs> he said, uh, does anyone care if we sold the entire squad? If so, who are the three players you'd keep? And I think he oh. said later, later on, the, the oh. ones he'd keep. some people have answered this. Uh, Thomas from Norway says uh, Leno, Xhaka and Alba. And uh, there was some others. I can't seem to find them. Xhaka? Uh, he does say controversial. That's the uh, sort of thing that Chris would tweet. If he ever <laughs> not Chris and Shaka, that doesn't he? He's oh, he goes Dave Atkinson, Obama Young, Pepe Leno. Fucking hell, what would you two have? Are we talking about players or do academy players count in this? Play people who can play for the club, get rid of everybody who've played a first team game. I would keep Saka, Martinelli. And it's got to be Leno. No, I mean, decent goalkeepers are so hard to find. No, uh, I'm trying to think. I'm not even sure how many of them I actually like, apart from Saka and Martinelli. To be fair, Cricket uh, Ball says oh, Leno, I'd, Alba, Martinelli, I'd, and Saka. I'd, I'd, I'd keep, I'd keep Eddie. I'd keep Eddie. Oh, I'd keep Eddie. fucking hell! Really? <laughs> keep... Really? <laughs> If only I could see his face, we'd know whether he's taking a piss or not. He's, I'm not no, saying he's no, bad. Right, and you call Jack a controversial? Well, on this day in 1992, we sold an Arsenal youth product for half a million pounds to Bristol City. And he, he, then went on to be, he then went on to be one of the most prolific fucking goal scorers. Uh, even though I think when he when Bristol City sold him, we got a couple of million for. So I think he sold him to Newcastle, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. For seven yeah. million. Yeah. 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 So we we got we I think we got twenty five or fifty percent of the sell on for that. But well, George Graham didn't know you, a player, did he? I just had no idea. Don't you start? Well, the, uh, the, 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 you're right. You're right, though, Jace. Would you rather and would you rather oh do you rather Andy Cole or Ian Wright. It's difficult, doesn't it? It's difficult. To, Kevin you know, Campbell. What, 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 he, he had, he had, the, the problem is he, he had three he had three strikers in front of him, Merson. He had three or four strikers in front of him that was better than him at the time. I heard and, he left because he, sho- he, he, he had his shoes. There were his shoes between them. So, I mean... Well, there, there, was, there was a dirty rumour that he got caught nicking out the changing rooms. Uh, there's also a, a yeah. There's also another. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna. 
confirm or deny that. That was just a, that's a pub pub gossip. Uh, there's also the other rumor that he was he was bullied a bit by the more established players as well, so he wasn't particularly liked. Well, he was a young lad from Nottingham, wasn't he? He's only just yeah, come down he, to he, yeah. He wasn't he wasn't particularly liked by the the how can we put it the Tuesday club or the Thursday club or whatever they bloody. But his own teammates so. didn't like him, didn't he? And uh, Dwight York used to hate him. Sheringham, Sheringham, yeah. him. No, no Sheringham. Yeah, they did. Yeah, him and Sheringham. They didn't. They didn't speak to each other. I thought it was him and even when they went to, to Blackburn, um, York and Cole hated each other. Anyway. I saw that was no, it. sharing them. It was, uh, I think it's something to do with. Uh, I, I, reckon Andy, I, reckon, I reckon Andy Cole slipped one up, slipped one up uh, <laughs> doing his misses. That's a very tactically way of putting it. Andrew says uh, Martinelli, Saka, and Pepe. Yeah. And uh, Pete Coulson says Saka, Leno, Martinelli. And uh, Pete Coulson also says Ian Wright, right, right. I think that is three different people. I hope it was. Oh. Uh, oh, here you go. Andrew says well, it could be Ian, Ian Wright, Ian White's son, and Ian White's grandson. Could well be, or Bradley Wright and Sean Wright Phillips. Uh, Andrew says I used to watch Andy Cole in the reserves. He was brilliant, and I said he'd be an England player. George Graham said he was too lazy and sold him. We all know near the end that George lost lost the plot and got rid of some people he should never have got rid of. How, how dare you? He made Anders Limbaugh cry. How dare you? How dare uh, you? He remembered yes. to pick up the brown envelopes, didn't he? Everybody did it. They just picked on him. Oh yeah! Do you know? Do you know what they? Do you know what they actually? Did? You know, after that happened, right? After George Graham got done for that bung, right? Managers put it in their contracts that, uh, and this is, Harry Redknapp was a prime example of this. He had it put in his contracts that if you sold a player uh, and made a profit on the buying and the selling, that you'd actually get a percentage of the profit. So basically because of George Graham getting, I'm um, like I say, let, let's be honest. The reason George Graham got outed was because he was too much in a position of strength and power with the fans. And David Dean didn't like that because David Dean wanted to run the club. So it was a David Dean leak, uh, that got him, uh, done for taking illicit payments from agents uh, and now, like I say, now we pay agents fucking tens of millions of quid every year. Uh, but yeah, after that happened, managers put it in their contract that if they made a profit on the buy and a sell, that they would get a percentage of it. Oh, so yeah, it, cha- it changed the way they, they turned it from being a little backhander in a brown envelope for a couple of grand to being millions and millions. Uh, that's that's, that's what the Bosman ruling and stuff like that. That's, that's just been the evolution of football, isn't it? You know, and the style. Yeah, basically, and stuff basically like that. That, 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 that's how football changed. Football changed. I mean, every, you go back to 70s and 80s, uh, all of the managers were taking little bungs from agents. Oh, yeah, uh, you you still have it now. You still have people taking bung, bung, bungs now. But the big thing yes, is, but, the but sky now, money now, changed now, now it's official. The sky, the sky money changed football. That's what, that's what really changed it. That's what gave the super agents the licence to print money, is the sky money. You know, that's that's what's really changed it. But, um, uh, I don't know, it doesn't matter which three players you choose, actually. 
you know, you look at Saka, you look at Willock, I think they're fabulous talent. Martinelli's fabulous. Goalkeepers, I'm not sure about that. No, you know, can you find another keeper to do not what he's doing? Before. It's a £50 million pound keeper. If somebody offers us £50 million for him in the summer, he's gone. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be surprised. If anybody, if any, it will be. Because, like I say, because you can get, as Chase was trying to say before we've interrupted him, <laughs> uh, you can get a player, you can get a keeper as good as Leno for 20, 25 million quid. Don't ask me for names, but you know you can. They're, you know, they're, as our, somebody once said, goalkeepers are like drummers, they're at the back and you only notice them when they fuck up. <laughs> There you go. Luke House says we could get Adrian from Liverpool. <laughs> no, he's uh, a few decent games. Yeah, Spicer says 50 million, more like 120. Depends who buys him. Depends what yeah, age. Somebody offers us 120 for him. We sell him tomorrow, don't we? You know, he's got 120. Uh, we, we drive him there in an isolation yeah. tent. Kayan, going back to the last thing, has picked this. We've gone from three to four to five players. She says Leno, Young, Martinelli, Saka, and Pepe. A lot of people want to stick with Pepe. I, I like Pepe, but like Jace was saying at the beginning of the show, he's all of the clicking and pressing all the buttons on FIFA kind of player rather than just getting on with it. But sometimes it's magical to watch because they're scared to touch him because they know that, that, that he'll give away a penalty. But yes, yeah, it's, it's the, interesting. The talent's there, but the head isn't at the moment, is it? You know, it's that top two inches. He, he, and... he, need, he needs an overlap, doesn't he? He needs an overlap. Yeah, but he, does, yeah. he never takes the overlap. That's the problem. Even he when he's not an overlap. He's you always going to always kept inside. He he needs to start making different decisions so that he keeps defenses guessing, and then he'll thrive. But the talent's there. But you know, I and don't also, know. Also, you see many teams with their wide players swap wings, and I like to see him try and swap wings a little bit more because if he's if he's left footed, why can't he play on the left? Well, didn't we go? Didn't we go through this in another podcast? We've probably gone through everything in another podcast. This is number three hundred and forty. Yeah. I've run out of names. Notice to, to okay. start, start naming them, just numbering them. Is a. Uh, I think you call it Jace. Call this one Jace's mental. <laughs> this one is uh, no more football. Football is gone. Even I can't remember what I've called it. I don't usually name it till afterwards, but with this thing, I need to put a name in there. Um, right, so we've been going an hour and a half. Anybody got any final questions before we go and make them short ones? Um, I need to go and mention um, there is a lot of people that were fans of and friends of Dave Gunaholic, and Dave had his own blog site, and these people have got together and they've made a new blog site. It's called gunaholicsforever.com, and uh, one of the blokes actually lives in St Ives. He was uh, quite close to me. And yeah, so we will be tweeting that, and that's uh, it's it's an it's an ode to Holic and all the stuff that he did. And there's new blogs going up there. And I think he said I had a look. And I think he said all of Dave's old blogs are going to go up there because at the moment they're still on his website, and they've just got all this stuff, and they've got um, new segments and all and um, parts like that. And just just a uh, it's just a lovely way to pay tribute to, to the wonderful person that was that was Dave Gunaholic. And so yeah, I go to, that actually. Yeah, go and have a look at uh, Gunaholics Forever, all one word.com uh, and they spent a lot of time doing that and it was launched on Monday so if you can go and have a look and, and get involved um, anyone got anything else to say before we uh, turn this shit off um, happy birthday to Mike and Andy of the Gooners pod um, Andy's birthday yesterday or day before and Mike's today so I saw that on Facebook or the very rare times I use it 
Oh, yeah, Avon just saying, yeah, the government said that all matches will go ahead this weekend as scheduled. Um, oh, yeah, Pete said he's going to go and have a look. Nice one, Pete. Oh, I predict a virus. Loki. Oh, quality. <laughs> quality. Loki. I predict a virus. We can't make I any jokes. I know, I know we're evil. Right. Um, anybody you two would like to say hello to before we turn this shit off? Jace. Um, that you've got about a dozen um, people. Um, um, it's like, it's, it's only 340 of show. No one, I'm always surprised everybody at the end of the show when I say, does anybody want to say hello to? Have you done the lineups for the Brighton game if it happens? Nope. Um, it's, just, it's just me and Alice at the moment. You're going to have to get up. Fuck okay, Alice. We've got 172 people in that WhatsApp group. You mean you're the only two? Yeah. I think we need to um, we need to start culling. We need to just fucking cancel it, to be honest there. What? Everything. Nonsense. Yeah. Nayan um, Popart. Um, at N Popart and Associate ASSC. He's, um, uh, he's been interacting recently. Good guy. So... Hello, Nayan. How are you? There you go. Gav, you got anyone you'd like to say hello to or not say hello to? Uh, I would like to pass my best wishes on to Thunder Road for his positive comments uh, towards me this evening uh, and to the fact that whilst I'm irrelevant, he respects my <laughs> uh, life. Your right to exist. Uh, my right to exist, yeah. <laughs> so I appreciate that, Thunder Road. Uh <laughs> And I can't wait to come on here next time. Uh, and I'll, I'll probably give you a shout out again, mate. So, uh, so chin up. <laughs> it's it's nice Happy when you see fellow carbon-based life forms being nice to each other. That's that is a wonderful thing indeed to oh, see. It's, it's it's nice to be nice, isn't it? Let's be honest. You've got to try and be nice. Oh, and there you go. Final word from Kayan. She says, have a blessed night. We'll link on Saturday if we have a match. Hashtag Gunners for Life. What better way to end the show? So thank you very much, everybody in the chat box who joined us. Uh, sorry it's not as organised as usual, but I think when you've got people that have been doing this for years, on we don't really need to have a much of an agenda. It's just us trying to say things not to get Jason too angry. It's like watching a... Um, like boiling eggs, you've got to be careful. You don't give it too much heat or we're all going to be in trouble. Jace, thank you very much. You've been you've been yourself. Jace. <laughs> you've aged just, ten years. Can you just switch this shit off? This is I'm, I, listeners, I do apologise. This has been a load of wha- bag of wank tonight. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, uh, I'm, uh, hey, I'm more fucking rain you've been, you've, you've been, I'm just saying, this has been awful. This has been you've fucking been most, awful. You've been most of it. Yes, man, you've oh, done all the Fucking rubbish, boys. Let's get us off. <laughs> I'm embarrassed oh. by this. Oh, dear. Right, Gav, thank you very much for being on your 400th show <laughs> in a row, it feels like. Oh, yeah, dear. no, like I say, I'm, I'm just like, you know, I, I love you, Jace, and I'm, I'm just so happy I've annoyed you this evening. <laughs> oh, Jace. If they cancel the French League, do you reckon the Dirty Pirate... What, do I excuse me the Dirty Pirate for not coming on then? I'll be on hey? stream. Oh, yeah. Fuck it. I thought, thought forgot about that. Uh, right. People, thank you very much. This has been a Bird Camp Wonderland. We are all off to build a tent in the garden, sell a tape with gaffer tape and live on dry pot noodle for the rest of our lives. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, stop, stop, stop. Hold on. Kayan is going is, is predicting... And it's going to say she's going to be sending over food to Jason. 
And I, I'm wondering what I've got to do for a, a nice bit of like jerk chicken and maybe some uh, curry goat. I don't think she's going to answer you, Gav. So yeah. I don't, <laughs> Any answers? It's all right, for, it's all right, it's all right for you, Jase. You've, you've, you know, you've already been promised some ackee and saltfish. Do you know what I mean? I don't even know what yeah. ackee and saltfish is, but I'm looking forward to that. Roast Lovely. red fruit as well. Nice. Sounds good. Very nice, mate. Very nice. You can't, you like I say, my my golden rule in life is if you get invited to a West Indian uh, christening or wedding, you go for the food. You just go for the food. Oh, no, but it's nice. I've had um, uh, I've had curry oh. goat now. Oh, lovely! Oh, I, I, I can't. Uh, I'm, I'm not a fan of it. I got to be honest now. I was telling him. I, I keep on thinking of Billy Goat Gruff. I can't do it. No, I can't do it. Oh no! Don't, don't. There used to be a. Uh, there used to be a, a uh, like a, you know, like you get the, the food vans outside the grounds and all that. There used to be one that used to turn up in Hoxton when I lived in Hoxton on a Saturday. Tell him one of your stories. No, no but it mm. just basically, it just used to do, don't cut me off yet, it just used to do <laughs> West Indian-style cooking, and it was lovely. I used to love it. I used to absolutely love it. Every week, every time that um, Sean's mum's other half, Julian, comes down, his family are from... Oh, tell him another story, are we, Dan? And uh, <laughs> family are from the West Indies, um, St. Lucia and Grenada, and uh, Sean and her mum go up there, and uh, Julian's mum's Daphne, she's always cooking loads of food. I used to go around, and when I sang Andrew in, in the 80s, and I always said, no, I want my chicken, I want to get chicken, nothing on it, cook it, eat it with nothing on it, not even tomato sauce. I don't even go for unless it's gravy. <gasps> now we're talking, but I can't eat it. I don't trust it. Anything with too many bones in, not to be trusted. Mental. There you go. No bones, as my nan once said whilst eating fish. On that bombshell, good night, everybody. Say good night, Jace. Good night. Switch the shit off, Dan. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Splendid business. Get down, dog. <laughs>